Hi, I'm Jessica Rudnicki with Reynolds & Reynolds. Welcome back to Connected. Today I'm talking to Chris Kalaganoff, Sales Director at Reynolds & Reynolds, about nine steps dealerships can take today to take their sales departments to the next level. Let's get connected. Hi, Chris. Thanks for taking the time to join me on the podcast today. It's great to have you here. Sure. Thanks for inviting me. Of course. Well, Chris, I really want to talk to you today about steps dealerships can take to get to the next level in their sales departments. So as a sales director for Reynolds, this is something that you analyze and discuss with dealers every day. So I kind of want to pick your brain a little bit, if you'll let me, and ask you, what would you say is the first step sales departments need to take to achieve that top-notch performance that they're all looking for? Okay, I think the first step, since every interaction with customers start online today, everybody goes online to search their vehicles, to interact with the dealership. Our, our first step needs to be making sure that customers, that we have a top-notch website and that customers are able to find our site specifically. Once we get them into our site, then we can shape their experience with the rest of our dealership and with the rest of our employees from there. Um, and then once they're at our site, we need to make it more easy for them to interact with us. Nobody wants to fill out a form anymore. So the key is making it simple. We're like having tracking numbers where they can either call or text, uh, maybe a clickable phone number where we can track it directly into the CRM, any way like that to get our, our dialogue started back and forth with the customer. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Okay, so step one is to guide prospects in the right direction. Then what? So step two would be making sure that you have that lead, not losing it. So did you know 89% of customers get frustrated if they have to repeat themselves or they get transferred from multiple people back and forth throughout the dealership, causing that friction there? So step two is basically making sure that the customer gets the right person that can handle their questions and one of the ways you can do that is just creating different options on your phone system to reduce the number of calls that go to the wrong person that may have to get transferred an extra time or two. Sending that person to the right person at the right time to answer their question makes it so much easier. Yeah, that's good information. But you and I both know how busy dealership BDC departments are. So what should be done if a call is missed or maybe gets transferred to the wrong person? Sure, and that happens all the time. Uh, what we really want to do is make sure that we're tracking all the opportunities before they're gone completely. So if your prospect calls and you don't get a hold of them, maybe the call gets uh, sent to a voicemail that's incorrect, or maybe just, you know, hang, they hang up before they leave a voicemail. Um, the key is to find those prospects, be able to go back into the system and pull them out. And we found out that customers that are contacted within five minutes are 7.8 times more likely to do business with you versus a customer that you wait even 30 minutes on. So it's crucial in that first call to get them back as quickly as possible. Once they've called you, they're engaged. And if they're in that engaged mode, you wanna keep them in that mode. Yeah, well, that's great advice. Okay, so just to recap, we've established guiding prospects in the right direction, step one. Getting them to the right people at the right time, step two, and then following up with them quickly. So you mentioned that five minute kind of time frame is ideal. Yep. So Chris, I've got a lead on the phone. Now what? So if I'm the customer, I'm hoping you know at least something about me that like either the reason why I called, maybe just who I am, or at least just my phone number that shows up on your caller ID, or, or if you have any type of other way of tracking it. So it'd be beneficial for me to have as a salesperson, just as much information about you as you have about me. So which leads to step five, know who I am as a customer and why I'm calling before I pick up the phone. And there's lots of ways to do that. The other thing is it helps you out on the future steps when it comes to tracking that lead in your system. 
how time consuming does it become to just enter all that information while you're on the phone with a customer name, email address, any of that stuff, especially if they've already done business with you in the past. Now you have a new salesperson trying to, you know, copy all this information, put it into the system. So gathering some of that information before the call even starts is crucial in putting together those next steps. And one of the ways you can do that is you can sync your phone system to your CRM tool. Awesome. So Chris, if I called a dealership and they greeted me by name, knew the exact make and model I was calling about, you know, my entire experience with that dealership would definitely be off to a great start. I'd love that. But what if that wasn't the case? So what if they had no idea who I was or what I was calling about? Sure. Brand new person, brand new phone number, whatever. This is where the ability to go back in and review some of the calls is crucial because now you can take those calls where people have called in. You may not have asked all the correct questions over the phone, or maybe maybe you asked the correct questions, but you didn't necessarily write them down because you're too busy having a conversation with them like you're supposed to. So this is where you can go back in, review some of those calls as a salesperson and maybe write some of that stuff down later. And then as a manager, being able to go back in and review for your salespeople to make sure that they are asking the right questions. Either way, you're, as long as you're asking those questions, you're collecting the information and now it's getting put into the CRM system where now you can you know, create future um, activities and prospects and things from the, that information. Sure. So you mentioned, you know, from a management perspective, being able to go back and kind of review those calls and use them as training opportunities. Um, but what about training on or fixing a problem as a manager that you know nothing about? So before this interview, I actually um, did a little bit of research myself, and I came across a statistic that said 90% of customers never voice their complaint, even if they experience a serious problem. So what should you do in that situation? I think in that situation, this is where it's really important to have a process in place where you are reviewing some of those calls no matter what. It gives you a chance to handle situations like you just described. Let's say I'm a customer I called in, I didn't have a great experience over the phone. You can go back in and maybe as a manager, call that customer, make sure it was taken care of or that they are in a, you know, a, a happier customer at the, at the end of the day. Um, the other thing you can do is play some of those calls during your sales meetings and then talk to like your salespeople and try to compare what a good call versus what a bad call is. Having the ability to review all of the calls that come in gives you the chance to um, put processes in place where you can use that, that information to improve your team and your yeah. customers. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. That makes a lot of sense. Chris, are there any more steps that you would like to share with our viewers today on how to reach you know, that top-notch performance that we talked about in sales? So all the tips that you've shared have been great so far. Sure. I think like what we've talked about a lot before is how what we do with the customer as they call in. I think now if you really want to reach that top notch for your sales team, um, it really starts with setting goals. And I think uh, step eight is basically setting SMART goals. And what we say by SMART goals is, uh, is an acronym for S meaning specific, M meaning measurable, A meaning achievable, R relevant, and T time-based. If you can set SMART goals for your team, now all of a sudden they know exactly what's expected out of them. And everything that we discussed before, getting the lead into the system, being pushed through the CRM, um, having those conversations, collecting the correct information, following up appropriately, reviewing some of that follow-up. Now you can take those SMART goals and tie it to all that other stuff and make sure that everybody is put in a place where they're set up to succeed. Yeah, that's a great tip and SMART goals. I love that. <laughs> so Chris, I'm going to ask because I'm a goal setter myself. Um, so if I'm a dealer, how do I make sure that those SMART goals are met? Sure. And there's nothing more important than 
after you set a goal, making sure you hold people accountable to setting those goals. So goals like how many calls did you make? How many appointments did you set up yesterday? Um, how did your top salespeople compare to some of your bottom salespeople? What can we do to get those salespeople at the bottom to act more like the salespeople at the top? Are there questions that need to be asked more often? Are there things we're not collecting? Um, email addresses, things like that. So overseeing their salespeople and the goals that you've given them and then holding them accountable to those goals is key to making sure that everybody's performing at their top level. Great tips and wonderful steps your dealership can take today to make sure that you're maximizing on every sales opportunity. So Chris, thank you so much for sharing all of this extremely valuable information and thanks again for being here today. Thanks a lot. I really appreciate you having me. Wonderful advice from Chris on how to capture, keep, and nurture sales leads at your dealership. Before we hop off, just a quick reminder, you can watch or listen to past and future podcast episodes on YouTube or Apple and Spotify podcasts by searching for The Connected Podcast. Subscribe on these channels to get notified every Wednesday when new episodes are released. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. Thank you.